Welcome back to the Thousand Hand Slap Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Pierce. Episode 10. Back again daily. Day after my birthday. Feeling older, wiser, bigger, stronger, faster, hornier, hairier, scarier, skinnier, fatter, with a PH and a D. And like Kanye said, I do have a PhD and that's a pretty hard dick. Most of the time I wake up with one, I go to sleep with one. Sometimes I get one in the middle of the day for no reason. Shit. The bus can rock the right way and I'll have a PhD. If only it was that easy. Getting your PhD. As easy as getting an erection. I'd, I'd have a PhD in everything at this point. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's funny. I have a PhD in everything. Not everything. Um, yeah. Uh, there's been... Uh, there's been a, a, a wave of uh, new people becoming poor and not understanding how to be poor. Um, and I want to teach a class to these fucking people being poor for fuckwits or, you know, you know, being poor for dummies is too nice for these cunts. So being poor for fuckwits, you know, we just teach you regular stuff like uh, water. You say you don't like drinking it. Well, now it's your favourite fucking drink. Um, making coffee yourself. Welcome back to Nescafe. Um... Yeah, or welcome back. Maybe in introduction to Makona. Uh, this is the instant coffee that doesn't make you want to kill yourself. Just. Only just, though. It's only good enough to make you not want to kill yourself for how bad your coffee is. But the savings. Think of the savings. Shopping it not quite right. Shoplifting. By accident at the Coles checkout. Introduction to being poor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nouveau poor, the fucking, the new poor, fuck them. I've been poor for 30 odd years. Um, I used to make invisible sandwiches. Now they weren't actually fucking invisible, uh, but we were so poor, we didn't have like fucking, I don't know, conserves, fucking, uh, uh, what's the, th- it's a C word, anyway, uh, Condiments. We didn't have condiments really, and and I was a picky, fussy eater. I mean, I could have put sauce in there, but I didn't. I was never a big fan of sauce, so I would just get two bits of white bread and I'd fold them, I'd put them together like a sandwich, then fold them in half again, and then I'd close my eyes really hard and imagine that there was actually like jam or something in the inside. And you know, after doing that for a while, you start to be able to really fuck. I love those invisible sandwiches. I still have them from time to time. If I get some dirty white bread. I would just fucking stand in the kitchen, close my eyes, take myself back to being nine years old and imagine that there was peanut butter in my sandwich, even though I'm now in a position where I can afford peanut butter on a monthly basis. Um, not weekly, mate. I'm not fucking money bags here. I can't just be fucking throwing peanut butter around all the place. You know, I'm not a fucking young teenage boy trying to get his balls licked by a dog. I am a man and uh, I need peanut butter sandwiches sometimes. Um Generally, when uh, I'm really baked and need to shut the fuck up because it's like the old trick with Mr. Ed, the horse stick the fucking peanut butter in his mouth and his mouth starts moving. Well, my mouth will start moving, but words will stop coming out of the cunt. So if you see me around and I'm talking too much, just give me a spoonful of peanut butter and uh, we'll be good to go. Um, but yeah, invisible sandwiches, fucking sneaking into the cupboard to eat sugar cubes like a fucking horse. 
because you, there was no sweets. That was the sweets. Fucking sugar. You ate sugar straight out of the fucking bowl to get a kick. Um, oh, good. You know, but see, look, you think about it. You know, Jay-Z used to talk about uh, truth, truth be told, I had more fun when I was piss poor. And it is one of those things is because uh, it's the... It, it's the uh, cricket. See, I'm trying to think of sayings of shit. Uh, the mother of invention. Necessity is the mother of invention. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, because if you got nothing doing, you got no money, you figure out fucking how to do some shit, you know? You figure out how to fucking tie a car bonnet to the back of a, a paddock bomb. Well, I guess you couldn't do this anymore because the price of petrol. Kids don't have, wouldn't be allowed to have a paddock basher. I'm sure they do, but fucking, you wouldn't... No, Jaden, you can't drive the paddock bomb this week. Petrol's too fucking high. We used to fucking... Oh man, they used to. we used to just get sent out to a paddock Four kids, car, no seat belts, no roll cage. Sometimes the parents would put a roll cage in the um, in the paddock bomb because they fucking, you know, that, their parents that cared about their children's welfare a little bit at least. You know, they didn't care that we kicked the windscreen out and pulled the bonnet off and used the bonnet to surf on, from tying it to the back of the car, knee deep in bracken and fucking swinging, trying to swing each other into fucking trees and shit. How we didn't die, I don't fucking know. Um, all these fucking kids dying of fucking peanut allergies. Back to peanuts, but, you know, cunts are fucking dying from pollen and a breeze and shit these days. Kids, you know, I'm allergic to fucking fabric softener. Back in our day, you fucking, nah, you know, I mean, I don't want to be like, oh, back in my day when I was a young lad, but fuck, you know, we oh, we were the last generation of when the lights, street lights come on, fucking come home. I did a whole fucking therapeutic horticulture course about it about how a kid's place to play has got smaller and smaller and smaller since the 1970s till now in the 70s you know you could go to the forest and go play in the forest in the 80s you could go to the edge of the forest maybe play a little bit in the forest the 90s you were allowed like end of your street maybe around your neighborhood by the 2000s you weren't allowed out of your front yard and now kids are all fucking trapped in their room staring at a fucking iPad playing fucking ro- robo-blocks or whatever the fuck they play, you know? It makes me think about how ScoMo was trying to bring in fucking mandatory forklift license for 16-year-olds. Well, I reckon it's fucking brilliant because these little cunts have been playing Minecraft for fucking decade now. They know how to stack blocks, mate. They'll fucking nail that shit. And I mean, honestly, make it fucking mandatory in year nine so all these... Fucking dumb cunt kids have got a job straight out of fucking dropping out of school. It's actually smart. Teach kids how to drive forklift. It's a fucking usable skill. I've previously had a forklift license. I enjoyed it quite thoroughly. Uh, I dropped a bath from a porcelain bath from great height. That made a fucking good noise. Not my fault. Packed badly. Um, my problem again, again, I'm t- talking about new, new poor. I was working, it was a, a labour hire job, but I just happened to have the fucking forklift licence, so I got the sweeter job, you know. I fucking sat in the forklift and I just brought the pallets to the front of the container and then the other cunts are supposed to pack them. But this thing was, this is one of those jobs that you got paid for the day as soon as the work was done. So we usually had to do two or three shipping containers. And I'm like, well, fuck cunts, we can get this done by lunchtime. Do four hours, get paid for eight. Let's get the fuck out of here. But no, nah, these young cats wanted to fucking talk and gas bag and have fucking cigarette breaks all the fucking time. They wouldn't just fucking work hard. 
And there'd be always one bloke who was a bit older than me who'd just be looking at me like, I don't understand why the fuck they're doing this. And I'm like, I don't either. I don't know. Like, they've got nothing better to do. Like, you you can't go home and your missus isn't home or you fucking, you got a dog, you got fucking video games, you got some fucking tally to watch. Nothing, anything, like anything, you got nothing better to do than fill this fucking shipping container on a 45 degree day. I scalded the top of my head on the, so I'd end up fucking pulling the fucking forklift and jumping out and fucking unloading the cunt before going to grab another one just because to hurry this shit up. Poor work ethic, says the guy with no job. Doing a podcast every morning. So I go, fuck yourself. I've got plenty of good work ethic. I've been writing like a motherfucker lately. Um, working on April Fool's jokes that probably won't come to fruition. But hey, plan ahead. Poor planning prevents piss pant poor performance. I think. Something like that. Lots of peas. Not like the peas that Clarko had last year, but that's why I kicked that. The piss, the punt, the pussy and the powder. Um, those things will get you. I mean, actually, it's fucking relevant. I don't know if you know, if you know, if you don't listen to footy, there's, there's an AFL coach, and this is something he said to his players that there's four things in life that'll get you, mate. It's the piss, the punt, the pussy, or the powder. He said penis, but he meant pussy. Um, he's not wrong. If you think about all the times you fucked up in your life, it's, sometimes it's one of them: gambling, alcohol, drugs, or the opposite sex, or same sex, as it may be. I'm not here to judge. Fuck who you want, when you want, if you want, how you want. It's up to you. Uncle Joel has got no fucking skin in the game. Fuck away, children. Well, maybe not children. Um, I meant that in the in the esoterical sense of I feel like everyone uh, I speak to are kids because uh, everyone feels young compared to me. I feel a thousand and fucking thirty-eight instead of thirty-eight. I've been here for a long time. Uh, other than my 38 years, I'm not one of them fucking, I've lived past lives and I'm an old soul. I'm told I'm an old soul. I've been told I'm an old soul. They said that to my face when I was a fucking baby 38 years ago in a crib. He's an old soul. Nah, just fucking grumpy and a bit over it from the start, I think. I think I just started the whole fucking life deal being like, nah, fuck this. I reckon I could get a better deal. What else you got going? And um, unfortunately, <coughs> no one really had anything else going. Uh, just just life. So continuing to do it and see how we go. Uh, that someone pitched to me that maybe uh, being poor for fuckwits is, is, isn't nice. Uh, uh, maybe it should be, uh, you know, simplify. Oh, I mean, I call it the Barefoot Investor 2, Electric Boogaloo, except put fuckwits in the title. The barefoot fuckwit investor to Electric Boogaloo. How to save money while still spending it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. I think that might have helped end my marriage when she pulled out the fucking... The, water, the, the wandering... Whatever the fuck that book is I just mentioned. She pulled that book out and got the card out and like, we're going to do this. And I was like, mm, I don't want you to look so closely at my bank account. Um... I'm fucking out of here. No, um, <laughs> via psych, via the psych ward, I am out of this relationship. I need to go to psych to sell it. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to reveal to you guys today on the podcast. I've never actually been mentally ill. I just went to the psych ward to sell leaving my wife. Uh, no, no, that's not true at all. 
uh, I am very mentally ill. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's funny to me. I don't know if it's funny to you. Uh, yeah, I have, I have a complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, no, the dumbest question you can ask someone with complex post-traumatic stress disorder is, how did you get it? Because then you get uh, some pretty traumatic stories. And unless you want to play trauma bonding on a Friday afternoon, then you better shut the fuck up. I've had a few um, <clears throat> young comedians, and when I say young, I mean young, like 19, 20-year-old dudes, find out that I used to work in um, mental health uh like residential care, mental health, youth justice, secure welfare, shit like that. Uh, and would ask the dumb question, I was like, what was the hardest day at work? Now, I thought, I think they think, that I'm going to be like, well, there was this one day that, you know, Timmy was really, really upset and I had to, you know, convince him that his life was worth it. No, that was not, that was no, that was not the worst day. The worst day involved lots of, gore and body parts and tears and family members and awful 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 fucking shit all the worst shit you could fucking imagine so i dropped some fucking bomb story on them like oh there was this one time that i had to hold this girl's throat closed and watch the cunt's fucking eyes fall out of his head and then him be like no i meant like what was your biggest success story and i was like well some of them didn't die um I don't know. Working in youth suicide, there's a lot of hanging around. Yeah, it's all right. I'll see myself out. That one's terrible. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I have a purple heart uh, tattooed on my hand. Uh, a lot of people think it might just be a fucking smudge or trying to be Thanos or some shit. But, no, it's a, it's a purple heart, um, which in, in the military is uh, the, bar, the medal you're awarded for injured in the line of duty. So my purple heart on my hand is for the same thing in working in uh, the very, very pointiest end of uh, youth work and youth mental health. Uh, injured in the line of duty, not going back, but I have my medal uh, tattooed to my fucking hand. Um, and if anybody's got a problem with that, um, the tattoo the hand is on throws a fucking great hook. So go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> threatening violence at 11.30am to strangers. Crushing it. Um, if you get together with like somebody from another country, like would it be okay to call them a, their pet nickname? Like, like, oh, my little skilled immigrant. Because, you know, that's why they're here. I don't know. Just pitching ideas. Pitching woo. Pitching woo. It's a... That's a documentary about Ric Flair playing baseball in his 70s. Pitching, woo! See, I don't have the high high in my voice to do the Ric Flair woo today. I went to do the big woo and I gave you more of a woof. Anyway, Ric Flair playing baseball, pitching woo, uh, coming to Netflix. Uh, anyway, I think I'm fucking done here for the day. Uh, thank you for listening. If you've listened, if you didn't listen, thank you as well because uh, I don't think these things should be for human consumption. Anyway, I've been Joel Pierce. This has been the Thousand Hand Slap, and I'll fucking see you tomorrow. <laughs>